This is the Creator Smarts Podcast, the number one podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following to build a smart and future-proof education business. I'm your host, Jan. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 145 of the Creator Smarts Podcast. In this episode, my colleague Oli of Story Learning is going to talk about how he manages his email list in his business. And yeah, you better pay attention because he does about two to three million dollars in annual revenue with that business. So this, these are concepts here that uh, that work and have been tested, uh, not only for Oli, we also do this with the people that we work with in our own businesses, in the businesses that we have a partnership in. And uh, yeah, this is good stuff. Without further ado, let's get started. Here's Oli. If you have an education business and your email list, whether you realize it or not, is probably your single biggest asset for communication and for sales. But a lot of people do a really poor job of managing their email list. And I think that happens a lot because they treat email as a bit of an afterthought. This is particularly common among YouTubers who kind of get used to YouTube being their main thing and they optimize their whole, spend their time thinking about how to do YouTube properly. And then email is a bit of an afterthought. Maybe you kind of send a send an email for each video or send a weekly newsletter or something like that. But there are, you know, when you start to build out your business into more automated ways, we have automated funnels and promotions and things like that, then it becomes really important to know how to manage your list from a point of view of sort of segmenting it, who gets broadcasts, who gets automated sequences and things like that. So I'm going to walk you through from a kind of very high level how we manage our email list at Story Learning, which is my main business, uh, just so you can get a, a an idea of how we, just how we approach it. All right, so... Here is um, here's kind of how it what it looks like on a really simple level, and this over here um, is my website. And so generally, whether people are finding it through Google search or coming from YouTube or from social media or whatever, the website is the place where most people will opt in to the email list for what for, for whatever it is that we're we're offering. Now, once people opt in, then they get. Uh, an automated sequence. This is uh, an automated email sequence, an automated funnel, if you like. Um, so story learning is a language business, so we will send uh, them emails about the language that they've told us they'll, that they're learning. I'll get to that segmentation in a bit. Um, but there's an automated sequence, and for us it lasts about, uh, it's kind of changing all the time, but it's, it, I think it's probably about 30 days. And that's 30 days of email. This is your typical funnel, right? This is what your what most people would would describe as a funnel. So you're going through an email sequence. There are different emails, uh, edu- mix of uh, kind of uh, entertainment, information, sales, different offers. I'm sending people videos. Uh, everything that we want to achieve in the first 30 days um, of having a new email subscriber is done in that in that sequence. And the reason it's 30 days as opposed to being any longer or shorter is any shorter and, I mean, it could be shorter, but then you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I want, positioning things that I want to fit in. I want to, when, when someone finds me and enters my world, there are certain things that I want them to know about. I want them to know about the courses we have, I want them to know about my books, which I don't think I've got a copy. I usually have a book lying on my desk here. I don't have one today. I want them to know about you know media appearances. I want to give certain bits of advice about language learning, which are key, central to our story learning method. And so 30 days is kind of the time period that, where I feel like I've built out enough email communication, like really good quality emails, which um, that, that that people can really understand what I'm all about, um, and and then anything more than that would be, um, you know, you start to get diminishing returns. 
So after that, then people go into uh, the general mailing list. And in the mailing list, this is no longer an automated sequence. What would happen here is they get a few different things. They get a weekly newsletter. So this would be typically on a Thursday, I send out an email saying, hey, check out this new video. Here's something cool I did this week. Here are some new books we've got coming out, whatever that may be. They get a weekly newsletter. They get um, any other kind of um, broadcast email. So that could just be, you know, I don't know, hey, I'm in New York tomorrow. Do you come to a meetup or whatever? And they also get promotions. And those promos can be, uh, you know, generally monthly, mid-month uh, promos, whatever it may be, uh, challenges that we're launching. And what's important here is that all of this stuff here, the weekly newsletter, the broadcast emails, promotions, none of this stuff goes to people who are in this 30-day automated sequence. And the way that we do that technically um, is that we give people, and this may not be the best way of doing this, but it kind of, it's kind of worked for us for years, is that we give um, people what's called a tag. Uh, I think that's how you, is that where you put, no, that's not how you do a tag, is it? You put it over here. Is that a tag? <laughs> I don't know. But we call this tag internally, we call it an NRFB tag, which stands for not ready for broadcast. So anyone that comes into this automated sequence here will get given this tag, not ready for broadcast. And that means that it will be excluded from any of these things. So if we send out our Thursday newsletter every week, it will exclude people who are not ready for broadcast. So all these people get given this tag. And then when they reach the end of the sequence, that tag gets removed. Okay, so, uh, so they join, they get given this not ready for broadcast tag. When they reach the end of the 30 days, then that tag gets removed. Which, and then as soon as that gets removed, that means they will now receive anything else that we send back here. Because the way that we, the way that we, when we're queuing up these emails to be sent, these broadcast emails to be sent, we'll say, we'll use a rule which is exclude um, not ready for broadcast. Like that, right? So that's, that's the sending rule. So any email we send to the main list will be excluding not ready for broadcast, which means um, these guys then won't get that, okay? Now, over time, what happens with your email list is that it grows, hopefully, if you're doing a good job, if you keep sending people there. And so um, your email list will, you know, typically it starts off, so the path that everyone goes through, it starts off very small and then kind of goes, goes like that over time. There's a number of subscribers. Yeah, so at the beginning you have no subscribers and then eventually you have a whole, a whole load. Um, and this generally represents, you know, it picks up this curve with the growth of your business. Now, what happens is that over time, people will stop reading your emails. They'll stop opening them, they'll stop clicking them. And this leads to a lot of, a lot of people who are basically, they're on your list and you're probably paying for them because most email services charge for the number of people subscribed. So you're paying for them, um, but they're not opening your emails. And so what happens is when you've, let's say this is your entire audience, and then um, you've got a kind of chunk of people who open every email, these are your super fans, and then you've got the people who are sort of, you know, maybe, may open it, maybe not, from time to time, they like to dip in and out to your email. And then you've got this group of people here, uh, let's do a little dotty pattern, and these people 
uh, stop opening your emails. And that means that over time, there are more and more people who um, are like this and will stop opening your email. Now, you may not think that's a problem, but A, you're paying for these people, but B, it harms what's called your deliverability. So Gmail, um, whatever the other ones are, um, they, they, they have ways of knowing how many people are opening your emails and that affects your sender reputation. Long story short, the more people you have not opening your emails, the more your emails are likely to end up in the spam folder because the, the different email companies will 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 look at your emails, okay, not many people are opening them. Um, and the more that happens, the more likely that you end, all of your emails end up in spam. And that's a big problem because then nobody gets the emails you send. So what that means, what we need to do is, we need to do what's cleaning the list. Uh, and cleaning your list is something you've got to do regularly. There are most, most companies now, most email service providers have a way to do this automatically. But essentially what you're doing when you clean your list is you're filtering. And what we do specifically, we have a specific way of doing this, which is um, when we clean the list, we say everyone who hasn't opened an email in three months. So no opens. within the last three months. That's quite aggressive, actually. Um, you're gonna end up cutting a lot of people, but if someone's not opened an email in three months, are they really gonna keep coming back? And you've gotta set it somewhere. So we say no opens within three months. And then we run this thing itself, this process itself, every three months, or at least we, we, in, we plan to, we don't always do it. But So every three months, you're cutting out of your email list everyone who hasn't opened your, hasn't opened an email from you within three months. Now, this can hurt your ego, right? Because you can be used to say, you can be used to say, let's say you've got 100,000 people on your email list, technically, right? Except a whole bunch of people don't open them. So you cut, you, you clean your list based on this criteria. And then once you've cut out these people, um, you might end up then with only, 70,000 people, which means you've deleted 30,000 people. And this can really hurt, it can really bruise your ego the first few times you do it. But the thing to remember is what you're gaining from this is for a start a cheaper email bill. But secondly, you get much better deliverability because now um, it, you don't have this whole tranche of people who aren't opening your emails, that whole thing disappears. So now you've got fewer subscribers on your email list but they're all opening your emails, right? And that just makes for better energetics in the business overall, uh, because everyone's opening your emails, everyone's responding, everyone's doing uh, what what uh, what you want them to do, and it creates for a kind of a nimble, lively, energetic business, which is really cool. So every three months we cut people out who aren't open, and they can always re uh, you know subscribe again later if they want, right? And that is how we manage our email list. Now the only other thing to say is. Here I've given a very simple example of websites onto one email sequence. In our business, in story learning, in fact, it's actually, uh, when you get into it, it's a lot more complicated than that because we, we, we teach like over 10 languages. So what we actually have, the way it actually works, just for those of you who are curious, is, so this is the website, and then we actually have, I think it's 10 or so email sequences, which represent 10 languages. And each one of those has a beginner, intermediate, and advanced sequence. Right. So actually, it looks like so this might be Spanish here, beginner, intermediate, advanced. This might be French here, beginner, intermediate, advanced, and so on and so forth. And there's like 10 of us. So we have actually have 30 email sequences in total that people go on to. But um, 
regardless of that, they all get this tag. This is not ready for broadcast tag, which means that we're able to to, to exclude them from um, these weekly newsletters and broadcasts. And in, in case you're wondering, the reason it's important to do that is because if you imagine that someone just signs up to your website um, and and you are sending them this sequence, this, this sequence that you've kind of lovingly crafted and built over, over, over how long, let's imagine they're on day one. They've only just joined your email list. And then that same day, they start receiving a promotion for something you're selling. That's not what you want. You don't want people to encounter that uh, when they first join you. You want them to go through the, the sequence that you have crafted. And then um, after that, then if they haven't purchased whatever it is that you want them to, to sign up for, then you can say, okay, well, it's obviously not right for them now. So let's just send, send them the, the stuff we have going on every week. And that's a better experience for them. So that is how at Story Learning, we manage our email list. Thank you, Ollie. That was it for this week. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about what we do and how we can maybe help you, go to our website, creatorsmarts.com. See you in the next episode. Ciao.